God, it's Simpsons time. Listen, I'm not prepared to do Simpsons time, but I'm going to do it anyway. Episode number 291 is uh, unfairly pushed under the rug, in my opinion. Um... I think for a, a few reasons, um, but I think that that, that they they need to be a little bit more charitable to uh, the extremely funny aspects of this quite good show. Flawed, but quite good. We're talking about season 13 here. Um, the last season of The Simpsons that had real animation. And this is, in fact, the last episode of season 13. Closed out the season. Papa's Got a Brand New Badge, written by Dana Gould, directed by Pete Michaels. And at this point, under showrunner Al Jean, who is back on the scene, the plot of this is as follows. Springfield is in the grip of a heat wave and the power goes out because Homer plugs in a dancing Santa, which is mentioned several times even after uh, the blackout happens. And I kind of like that a lot. Um, <laughs> Oh, I've already done enough trouble by... I've, I've already caused enough trouble by plugging in that dancing Santa. And then later Marge says, like, Ah, you... She makes reference to it again. Also. Anyway, that's just a small thing. Um, and because of the blackout, Springfielders being the mob mentality that they are, everyone starts looting and... There is no more rule of law in Springfield at all. Homer uh, is mad that Lisa is upset because somebody stole her Malibu Stacy's. And so he decides to take the law into his own hands and catch the thief himself. And he does it. It turns out to be Jimbo. And uh, a short time later, he thwarts a robbery by Snake of Apu by throwing nacho cheese in Snake's face. And um, 
while this is all going on, Mayor Quimby decides that Chief Wiggum is completely incompetent, um, as evidenced by him arriving unannounced to the police precinct and finding Chief Wiggum shooting a pinata, like using his gun to play with a pinata and shoot at it. Um, one of a few very funny sight gags of what goes on in the precinct when people are not watching. The other one I'm thinking of is the squirrels in the pants for gambling purposes. You know about that one. Um, so Chief Wiggum in his rage hands over the law enforcement of the city to Homer, who by this point has started his own security company called Spring Shield, complete with funny public access TV commercial. that features the line, monster put in wallet. And I love that line. And when I was watching the DVD commentary of the show last night, I was delighted to learn that the writers of the show also love the line, monster put in wallet. I'm so, so appeased and glad. Boy, am I appeased, to quote Carl. All right, because... Homer is now in charge of law enforcement. He runs afoul of Fat Tony um, because he really wants to do everything right for a change. For once in his life, um, he cracks down on crime and Fat Tony's ring of illegal toy poodles, which are actually ferrets with cotton balls glued to them, is busted up and he swears revenge and this is when he uh, calls in a special dedication to Homer on the radio. And the song he requests is Radar Love. And it's one of the best, best uses of music in The Simpsons uh, is Radar Love being broadcast on the radio and Homer singing along with it. Because he makes up his own words and everything. Uh... This is where the episode, to me, starts to fall apart a little bit because uh, Fat Tony brings in who he calls his Jersey muscle, and it's just the people from The Sopranos. It's like they don't talk, but they just look exactly like everyone from The Sopranos. And um, Fat Tony has a whole sequence that mimics the credit sequence, the opening sequence of The Sopranos with Tony Soprano in his car. Um, just replacing every locale with something in Springfield. Granted, they're funny. You know, the the two earth movers uh, tossing the giant boulder back and forth is funny. The crusty uh, in a trench coat and sunglasses wandering out of the 99 cent porno store is very funny. Um, but I just think it's kind of creepy you know like oh people love the sopranos let's do something that's exactly like the sopranos on the simpsons the people will love that i don't know i just i didn't dig it and there is a deus ex machina of an ending at the very end when uh fat tony and his henchmen including uh by the way johnny tight lips who i like um 
are all shot by a mysterious sniper. And it is implied that it's Maggie with the rifle who did all of that from the window. Whatever. I don't know. I didn't love the ending, but the rest of it is so great. I love Cletus and Brandine at the town hall meeting uh, after the looting has taken place, dressed in like, you know, aristocratic garb with cigarette holders and top hats and stuff. Um, and it is implied that everyone who looted can keep what they stole. And Dr. Hibbert has the last word on that. He goes, I think that's implied. And he's so jolly. He's in a fur coat and riding a Segway. <laughs> and he just speeds off. I love the timing of that. Uh, there is a moment when Homer insults Milhouse. He's like insulting Chief Wiggum at the same time. And he's like, please, Wiggum couldn't catch cooties at Milhouse's birthday party. And uh, Bart nudges him and is like, Dad. And it's revealed that Milhouse is sitting right next to them on the couch. Um, I think it's interesting that Pamela Hayden was not needed to be brought in to do the voice because Milhouse never speaks in that exchange. He's just there. I just, I do really love Homer plugging in the Santa Claus and having that be what incites all of the riots and the entire blackout. It is a perfect window into Homer's psychology that a little touch of winter, as he terms it, um, is sure to cool everybody off. <laughs> I'm watching this last night, by the way, in my non-air-conditioned apartment, and it really hit me where I live. Not that I went out and started rioting, of course. I just mean the heat stuff. Homer complains about being hot and sticky, gets out of bed, and uh, it's revealed that Marge is stuck to his back. You'll all remember the Mr. Plow commercial that Homer has done several seasons before um, with Grandpa as Old Man Winter. And um, the Spring Shield commercial is, uh, I think, a little bit of a, a spiritual descendant of that. Obviously very cheaply done, Homer walks into the, it's like me meant to look like a green screen. He walks uh, into the shot when the old lady is screaming because there's a monster in her house. And there's a great shadow that comes behind Homer when he's announcing Springshield. And right after monster put in wallet and all of that, Oh, and the, the old lady is allowed to punch and, and uh, subdue the monster by punching him while uh, Homer and Lenny and Carl of Springshield hold him down, which I think is great. 
And they cut to the family watching it. And this is what I mean about loving Marge's jokes now and then. She's like so happy. She's so proud of him for doing this great commercial or what she thinks is a great commercial. She's like, that is very effective. <laughs> and he's bragging and he's like, you know, the old lady's apartment was actually Lenny's. We just used a different duvet cover. And Marge's line is, well, they're both lovely. <laughs> this makes me laugh, you know? As I mentioned, Radar Love was used to great effect. I love that song. I love that Homer likes it. Um, and I love that whole moment. However, it's not even my favorite song in the whole episode. They were clever enough during the looting scenes. Oh, and by the way, there are some great looting gags. <laughs> They're like throwing cinder blocks through the windows of a store and it turns out to be Cinderblock Village, so they're just stealing more Cinderblocks. <laughs> and then they go into a music store and they come out like as a marching band playing musical instruments that they stole. Anyway, it is all to the strains of this song, which, not coincidentally that I mentioned this this week, was first released 49 years ago this week. This is Spin Simpsons time. Hot town, summer in the city, back of my neck getting dirt and gritty. Then down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. All around, people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk harder than a match here. That was 49 years from July 8th, 2015. I believe it, Summer in the City was released on July 4th, 1966. Thank you for listening to Simpsons Time Through the Debigulator. I'm Amanda Nazario, and I will talk to you next week with... Uh, Another walk down memory lane, uh, firstly because it's a classic Simpsons, and secondly because it is from a Nazario scenario from a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, and... Um, oh, one more thing. I don't think, actually, that Homer makes upwards to Radar Love. I think he just garbles them slightly, which works very well for me as a viewer. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Bye!